Sergeant and Mrs. Smith, you are going to love this house. Is that a tub in the kitchen? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. Episode 19, Zero Doinks. Whoa, the Bears. Back to 500-6-6 after a Thanksgiving massacre over the Lions. Matt Nagy is incredible against the NFC North, but the Cowboys are coming to town. This Thursday, Dak Prescott, you're going to be in trouble, baby. The Bears are still alive for the number six seed. We are going to talk about it. We are also going to dig deep into the Big Ten Minute, a rough weekend for both the Gophers and the Illini, but no big deal. The Gray Balls are back on the court. We'll talk a little bit about that. And Dan is feeling a little bit weird about certain things he said in episode 18. A lot of randomness this episode. Thank you for joining us. We love you. We love hams. We love the Bears. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Episode 19, Zero Doinks! The Bears are on a two-game winning streak after a turkey day slaughtering of the Lions. This is incredible. The Bears are absolutely in a three-way hunt for the last playoff spot. We're going to talk about that later. It's going to be great. I'm a believer. I'm sure Dan is a little more skeptical than me, but that's okay. That's what makes us Zero Doinks. Maybe he's all in. It's hard to say. Anywho, Dan... How was your Thanksgiving? God, it's been a long time since we've talked. It's felt like forever since the Bears have played. Hello to you, dear sir. Hello, William. Hoinks. I think Woinks works. Uh, yeah, and it does feel like we haven't talked about Bears in a very long time. It's only been a week. Uh, my Thanksgiving was was good. Was good. How about yours? Oh, it was so good. I don't like turkey that much, so I. but I love stuffing, and I ate a lot of it. I drank way too much. I don't think I offended anybody, so victory for me, question mark? Yeah, that's a good segue into what I want to get to uh, here right off the start. Um, I have a few apologies. The last episode, I think we were all pretty intoxicated, but I think that I took the cake so i got a few apologies if you'll if you'll allow it bill before please we... please All do right. it. you know i i honestly i'm pretty excited okay uh well first of all i want to i want to apologize to anybody who listened to the last episode what was it 19 18 this is 19 yeah this is okay episode 18 um like i said i was very intoxicated listening back to it uh i had vague recollection of talking about Jeffrey Epstein at the end that was real fuzzy so first of all I want to apologize to you listeners because my language was over the top poor I dropped probably 50 f-bombs I maybe threw a hard c in there at some point I apologize I hope my mother never listens to episode 18 (laughs) (laughs) so i am very sorry that was difficult to listen back myself and i hope we didn't lose anybody because of that felt real bad about that second apology goes to you bill you had to sit here and watch me take a hot nap in my basement while you edited the episode i wasn't sure at the time if i was this like falling asleep and you proved that to be true because i i had a 
there was a picture circulated of me just mouth open, ah, drooling everywhere in front of a bunch of empty hams cans. So, Bill, I apologize. You don't owe me that apology. I appreciate it. Uh, if if we can edit that picture enough to post on our social media uh, to, to get the innocent out of the way, then we definitely will. All right. I'd rather you didn't, but okay. Uh, yeah, I don't even think I, I... I didn't even... I think I just said, why do you see yourself out? <laughs> I didn't even walk you to the door. I was like, I was going to keep sleeping on the couch. And I clocked a few hours on the couch after that. So, all right. So we got that out of the way. Uh, third apology, gray balls. I apologize, gray balls. I was popping off at how many threes we were taking during the game. Look, here's the deal. I'm just upset because I'm fat and out of shape, and I can't get myself open to actually receive a pass anywhere near the lane. So I don't blame anyone for taking a three because I can't get my fat ass moving. Whoops, just swore. I was going to try to avoid it as long as I could. I don't know where we're at. Three, almost four minutes here. Sorry. Sorry, Mom. Um, so, Gray Balls, I apologize. Coach Cuse, you're an amazing coach. If you need to bench me as a, as a punishment, I accept. I apologize, Gray Balls. I love you. And let's just keep jacking threes, and I will try to be not fat anymore and grab some rebounds. Is that fair, Bill? <laughs> it is fair. I... <laughs> I owe an apology to, to Coach Cuse, too. I think I said something like he really needed to get a get a hold of something. I don't even yeah, know what I, I said. So. It was stupid. So, so Coach Cuse, I apologize. To the Gray Balls, I apologize, too. I, yeah. I should have corrected Dan and said, you know what, Dan, neither of us are in charge of any play calling. Let's just go have fun and not be fat and, and get some shots up. Well, in your defense, my drunk fat sloppy face was about three feet from you so what what could you have said to me in the moment so i don't blame you for that that one's on me i have one more apology and then we'll we'll wrap up the apology session here on zero hams and apologies <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and apologize to <clears throat> excuse me i'm gonna apologize to future dan the reason being is although i know the bears are essentially out of it and they're not going to make the playoffs I know if they win this week, I'm fucking talking myself into them. Oh, dropped another F-bomb. I'm talking myself into them getting back in the hunt and making the playoffs. So future Dan, I'm sorry. You're going to get your feelings hurt real bad. Is that fair? Oh, my God. This, yeah. future. I can't wait to meet future Dan. I bet he's a great guy. He's filled with Irish guilt, I'm sure, also. Just like we're all experiencing right now. Dan... On behalf of the audience, you know, apology accepted. I'm sure they're going to feel you. the same way. I don't think that all of those apologies were necessary, but um, but thank you, you know. Okay. And to, to clue the audience in a little bit, Dan texted the next morning. Usually, both he and I jump into the episode and, and listen back, and we're very excited. We were both very nervous to jump back into this one because between us and Thod, we threw down. I mean, I couldn't even tell you how many beverages and. And we knew that a couple mistakes might have been made out of our mouths. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it's the holiday season. Apologies are probably necessary for yep. a lot of people. So I hope you feel better, Dan. I do. I do. This, but it was what, yeah, you nailed it. I don't think I could listen to the episode until Saturday. Like usually, I listen right away, and I I couldn't do it. I was so I was so scared. 
and I was f- feeling it out with you and some other people that listen that were texting us and some of them made me a little more concerned. Right. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. Uh, when Great Balls Cues chimed in about um, it, it, I, I, I started feeling bad and I, I wanted to listen yep. back to that whole that whole segment. I thought, yeah, that it wasn't intentional, but, no. you know, yeah, it's all right. I, I feel fine. like Great Balls. Now, are you going to give a face to face like apology to Great Balls tomorrow night on the court just to bring us all together? No, nah. nah, I doubt it. I, if you don't, this isn't good enough for your gray balls, then I don't know what to tell you. Tell, tell it to Coach Cuse and have him talk to me. That's fair. That's fair. That's that, probably wasn't, no, I mean, that probably wasn't the right move, but we're, we're going with it. We are going with it. And, you know, look, we're the ones with the microphone, Cuse. So deal with it. I don't, I don't know. I may have just, I don't know. Work. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, apologies. And, uh, get to, uh, future Dan's problems and the bears. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about Thursday's game. Mitch Let's talk about it. He was, Mitch, he was pretty awesome. Second half for sure. Is he all the way back bill? I think God, 300 plus three touchdowns clutch two clutch drives to win yeah. the game essentially. Right. Um, let's not bury the lead though. Tight end Jesper Horstad. Am I saying that Horstead. right? Yeah. I mean, first of all, why hasn't he been active since week one? And yes. second of all, were you wearing pants after his touchdown catch? Absolutely not. I was filled with turkey and pants flying right off the body. There's a nice lubricant from the turkey getting those pants off. That was beautiful. I mean, he made catches like that in all all preseason, which that's hard to tell. But we knew Shaheen has been trash since, you know, since 2005 when he was probably in <laughs> high school. So I, yeah, that was great. Really I, old rookie. I'm, I'm trying to do the math on that. It's I don't great. think that adds up. Yeah, but that was great to see. And why not at this point? I mean, he, had, he made an awesome catch. It's nice to finally have a tight end who doesn't have hands made of stone and legs made of giraffe bones. <laughs> Do they even have bones? I feel like giraffes are all skin. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, but but back to Mitch. He, he was awesome. I got to say, we've been riding him. Everybody's been riding him. It was I've I felt genuinely like good for him after that game. I know I know the Lions are trash, but I mean I it's still there's still an NFL team. So good for Mitch, right? Good for Mitch. Yeah, I was happy for him as well. Did you see the uh the video of him mic'd up on no. the field? No, totally it, missed it. Uh I think the Bears put it out. Yeah, he sounds a little nerdy. Not not okay. not what we'll I was, away from it. it was, yeah, yeah, don't I mean it's not horrible, but yeah, he doesn't need to do that anymore. I mean, he was saying the right things, but if, you, if I were in a huddle and he's just shot, I, I felt like his voice was going to crack, like he was just hitting puberty, which I've had a few voice cracks on here, to which I apologize for. That's another apology. No, no more apologies. <laughs> you you pulled me back about 10 episodes ago from yep. all the apologies. I'm doing the same for you. Turnabout is fair play. Um, all right. Who else? So, so we're talking up yeah. Mitch. We're talking up Jesper. Who else caught your eye and, and deserves a big pat on the back for the bears? Uh, I think I thought the old line looked better. Is that right? I mm-hmm. was a little, I was a little drunk during the game They're, as well, but they, they were I, better. They weren't great, but they were better. They were better. 
it just made me wonder, like, I feel like there's, they're a little more smooth now that they've switched Daniels and Whitehair back to their positions from last year. Yeah. And just kind of made me a little mad that they didn't try this earlier. That I just feel like that was a big, that was just was a big hang up with that offensive line. Um, I, we still had some yeah. penalties, right? On the, on the O line. They Leno did hit some pre snap. Oh my God. Leno. I think I, you and I were texting a little bit during the game and um, a lot during the game, but a little bit about Leno and, he has been trash all fucking year. What happened yeah, to him? Like he was know. good last year. I mean, he probably wasn't Pro Bowl, a Pro Bowl guy. You know, he went to the Pro Bowl as an alternate, but he probably wasn't quite that good. Yeah. But what the fuck? What has happened to him? I think he's having a baby. I think his wife's pregnant. Maybe that's it. I've seen her. On, I've, I don't follow her on Twitter. That's a weird move. Anyone who's following spouses of these athletes, just stop it. And if you're interacting with them, just knock it off. Right. But I see her like people liking comments. She kind of goes back at people for shitting all over them. And I don't, I guess I don't, not directly, but like she'll yeah. tweet like, hey, this is a hard job. I don't know. But subtweet, right? Is that what they call it? A subtweet? Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Um, but yeah, those, those guys, I, I feel better about the offense. I mean, the, the, the Lions stink. The Lions stink. Yeah, they they should look good. Anthony Miller was awesome. Ooh, I mean, I, he, he was he awesome. was unbelievable, and that was encouraging because I was ready to cut his ass like two, three weeks ago. But if he can yeah, just keep this up, this is oof. that was encouraging. Yeah, his second straight quality game. This was more than quality. He was awesome. Um, I would also say David Montgomery. He oh, ran yeah. like his fucking hair was on fire. It was he was awesome. I mean, how many yards after contact did he have? He was ridiculous. He run- you you nailed it. That was me. My next one. He runs so hard. I mean, he seems to fall forward and get three extra yards. I mean, even if he's not getting the blocks, he's he runs so hard. That guy seems to have a constant motor, and you got to love that. And I had a conversation with a family member about being upset that the Bears got rid of Jordan Howard. Are we are we still doing that? Like no, just, I, no, no. I've heard that Stop a few it. times. It's like we're, Jordan Howard. Did you just say that? If you actually no. watch David Montgomery run, I mean, his stats aren't what you'd like it to be, but that's not on him. That's on our offensive line being soggy as hell and Mitch not being able to, to throw the ball. So, right. No, uh, he's, but he is, he is a more talented version of Jordan Howard already. Like he is right. Howard. Howard hasn't even played in three or four weeks. Not that, not that that's a huge factor. I'm, I'm not trying to factor that in. But when you think about Howard's contract was up this year, it's like, would would we want the Bears to be in a position to have to worry about extending Jordan Howe? Like no. it, the whole thing made no sense to hold on to him if you were going to draft a guy, and they did. They found a guy. He looks like he could be really good. So Jordan Howard, see me after class. <laughs> he's not even. He's kind of moved into the second option in Philly, yes. right? With yes. Sanders, is that right? Colonel Sanders, Samuel Sanders, say whatever. Yeah, the Penn yeah. State guy. Yeah, Sandusky. Yep. Uh, whoops. Uh, I oh the other the other random Mitch thing yep. I have enjoyed the last two days of the screen grabs of the graphics of Mitch being better than Tom Brady over the last four weeks. I love it. I so love it. That. It's so great. It's hilarious. Yeah, you you sent uh, one of our text th- uh, feeds. I almost said feeds. What English is a problem right now? I have had too many hams on a Tuesday. 
Um, yeah, no, that that's great. It, and I think it, as you you put it perfectly, he and Tom Brady have won the exact same amount of Super Bowls since Week Four or whatever those stats were. It's great. It was it's just true. so can't argue it. Was, it. It's just silly because everyone agrees that Tom Brady's had a shit year, right? Like he's not what he used to be in that patch. The the Pats, the Patriots, the Patriots have been carried by their defense all year, which that doesn't look good anymore. Nope. They, they look real Houston. Beatable. Yeah, they did. So uh, do you think the Patriots would take Mitch over Tom Brady right now? Yeah, if we were to do a straight-up trade, I think we would have to ask for one of their 5,000 running backs, though, too, to really make it even. That's yeah. that's what I think. Yeah. And Nikhil Harry or whatever that, that rookie wideout's name is. Oh, yeah. Is. Yep, yep. Um, Need a Harry wideout. <laughs> obsessed with hair again (laughs) obsessed with hair all the time well maybe we'll get to zach miller later so that should work just fine Uh, i don't i i guess the only other thing i had on the lions game was the defense looked a little soggy against uh a quarterback who was undrafted and was the last i like the stat did you see he was the last quarterback to beat ohio state no, I, I missed that. It was a lot of things. A random stat that was, and I thought about. I was like, that can't be true. I was like, yeah, that that game at Purdue, that night game, and they oh, yeah. beat the shit out of them. Ah, damn it! I swore again. Uh, <laughs> it was an awesome game, but I kind of liked that guy. I liked him at Purdue. It felt like he was there like nine years. Yeah, I had forgotten him until I saw his weird face. Like he, <laughs> like if you just saw him wearing a helmet, you would think that there's no way that guy's a quarterback he's a kicker yeah but he uh yeah he lit our ass on fire in the first quarter that was ridiculous i'm glad we got our shit together sorry sorry Beasel, for swearing um <laughs> uh but the defense to their credit did get it together roquan was amazing again amazing. he yep. has been on fire uh Kwiatkowski was awesome as well again right yep um Kyle Fuller made an incredible shoestring tackle to save a oh, touchdown. That was huge. Yeah, that was that awesome. Was, that was awesome. Uh, Prince Prince got hurt again. He may he may be oh. hurt for real this time. Actually, oh really? You saw been, that? Yeah. No, I didn't he hasn't practiced this week yet. Hammy. I don't believe it. Oh, I don't believe it either. Shoulders. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and Hicks is practicing this week. He can't come back until next week. I mean. I don't know. Where do you stand on that? Should he come back this year or? Uh, yeah. And we'll talk about it a little bit with the, with the preview. Okay. I, okay. I have thoughts. I have thoughts. All right. Let's hold on that. Yeah. Otherwise good fun win. Um, Turkey turducken had plenty of turducken mm. and bears win. I loved every second of it. That's right. The bears Make up a game on the Vikings, only two games out officially of the sixth seed. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in the next segment as we preview Bears-Cowboys coming up in two days from our recording time right now on Tuesday night. Dan, a pleasure. Uh, Thank you for the apologies on behalf of the audience. I feel like half of them were not necessary except for Gray Balls. Both of us totally apologize to Gray Balls. We can't wait to see you and enjoy some hams tomorrow night. I'm so sorry. Zedax! Hey, this is Todd, a.k.a. Thod, the Illini fan, Cardinals fan, and Cowboys fan living in Alabama of all places. And you are listening to Zero Doinks.
All right, Bears playing their second straight Thursday night game. This time, it's at Soldier Field. The temperature may be cold. It may be windy. Perfect. It's bear weather, baby, as the Bears make a run for the postseason. Dan, I assume you've done a bit of research as we preview this game against the 6-6 six and six Cowboys. Take it away, buddy. Oh, thank you so much, William Hoinks. Uh Yep, a little Cowboys review for you. I will be there with Rory Doinks. It's probably going to be ice cold, but I'm going to be super warm wearing a hams jacket. Not a literal jacket, but drinking lots of hams, so I will feel super red hot. Thank you, hams, for the swag, by the way. Um, Beautiful sweatshirt. It fits me perfectly, and I haven't taken it off in a week. Yeah, we forgot to make mention last week because we were drunk on hams. Uh, Yes, hams hooked us up. We were sliding into each other's DMs, and they're huge fans of the show, obviously, because they're a loyal sponsor. And uh, Dan Doinks and I have ourselves two matching sweatshirts. It's adorable. It's amazing. Sorry to interrupt. Go back to you. All right, here we go. Cowboys Bears all-time records here. Cowboys are 15 and 11 all-time against the Bears. Bears are on a two-game losing streak, so that's not a shocker to anybody. I was surprised they haven't played more. 15 and 11, 26 games. That's a little quick math for you. Doesn't seem like they would have played a lot more. Yeah, I would think so. They've both been in the league a long time. I would have thought that Roger Staubach would have played at least 10 times against the Bears. Come on, what's going on, schedule makers? nerds okay so last game against the cowboys was in dallas september 25th 2016 bears lost 31 17 it was Dak's first career touchdown pass was that game to des bryant uh Dak finished with 248 yards passing was also uh, ezekiel elliott's first 100 yard rushing game So a lot of firsts for this current offense. He finished with 140 yards. Good job, Bears. Uh, Cutler was out with a sprained thumb. Brian Hoyer uh, got the start. So there's some dark times here. (laughs) Uh, Hoyer did finish with 317 yards passing and two touchdowns, both to Zach Miller. Previously mentioned, great hair still at his legs. Uh, The only other note I have is Danny Trevathan was also out with a sprained thumb. So two guys sprained thumb, a lot of weird locker room butt stuff between those two. Well, I think it may have been a tribute to Rick Fieldsman. It's kind of a taunt. At least our thumbs are sprained, but we still have them attached. Good call. Sorry, Rick. I didn't mean anything by that. Another apology. Okay. Bears last home game was December Fourth, 2014 bears lost 41 28 uh oddly enough it was a thursday night game both teams were coming off thanksgiving day games and both teams lost the week before so that doesn't really mean anything just just weird thursday back back-to-back thursday games off of thanksgiving Pretty I just cool, got real huh? nervous, though. Yeah, I thought you were going to yeah. rattle off the exact scenario that uh, we're sitting. Yeah. Well, at least, no, I, we we won last week. We so won. Fuck you, so Cowboys. Means, fuck you. So I think it means it means nothing. I don't know. I'm not going to overthink it. All right. So 2014. So we're on our way to finish five and eleven that year. That was Tressman's first year. I God, I, I refuse to 
the Tressman and Fox years all blend together and they're all trash. You would remember who was coach that year? I think it was Tressman, 2014. Yeah, I think it was too. Okay. That weird ass. I don't know why. Yeah. Former gopher. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, DeMarco Murray, remember that son of a bitch? He ran for 179 yards and a touchdown. He was good for a while. What happened to him? Um, not that good? Might not remembering th- that right? I think he died. <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor guy. Said Ben? Okay. Oops. Uh, well, <laughs> Tony Romo, that smiley bastard, he had three touchdown passes. Martellus Bennett had a touchdown reception for the Bears. He was on the Cowboys first, right? Did we get him from the Cowboys? I think we did, yeah. Okay. I, I can't right. back that up, though. I feel like not a big research guy. (laughs) I feel like he hated Jason Witten for some reason. Who doesn't though? Uh, Except for Booger McFarland. Oh, they hate each other, right? I think they legitimately hate each other. What about Joe Tessitore? How do you think he feels about Jason Witten? He's probably yelling at him all the time because he's very yelly. Joe Tessitore! (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a nice Italian dish. I'll take the Tessitore Primavera. Uh, okay. Brandon Marshall came out of the game with a rib injury and left in an ambulance. I kind of remember that. It's like, why? But excessive sidebar. Uh, you ever hear that myth about Marilyn Manson removing one of his ribs? Yeah. Why? What? I don't remember though. Why would he do that? Dan? I want to, I want to know to go down on himself. If you could bell, would you? I know where it's been, so no chance. Yep, I'm going to pass as well. Thank you so much. Okay, uh, last note on this, and it's not a not a super positive one, but Josh Brent, do you remember him? D-tackle. Illinois. For former line, also for my hometown. And uh, a lot of off-the-field troubles that got yeah. him removed from the yeah. University of Real- Illinois. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Well, he was just returning from his 10-game suspension because he was in jail for that that was awful it was a car accident and his buddy tragically died that was terrible it was uh, but so he had just come back not really don't i didn't bring that up to be a bummer but i was looking in his on his wikipedia page just to get a feel for what he's doing now and uh he's not doing much better so let me read this from Uh, wikipedia on June 30th of this year, 2019, Josh Brent was arrested for public intoxication in a Wendy's restaurant parking lot in Copal, Texas. Brent resisted arrest and was ultimately tased by local police. The incident was captured on a spectator cell phone and circulated on social media platforms. A caller reported a man sitting in the grass and was believed to be talking to himself. <laughs> That could have been me last week. Right. And that's that doesn't sound that bad. Um, wait, 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 let me finish. Oh, me, sorry. Good. Sorry. Uh, po- sorry. Police arrived to perform a welfare check and determined him to be intoxicated. Oh, really? During the arrest efforts, witnesses indicate Brent was said to be declaring, and I quote, I'm a cowboy. You could Google me. I'm Josh Brent. But that's it. Not good. Not, Not good. good. Um, what um what's your favorite wendy's meal do you have one uh i don't i like to get bacon involved i love their fries uh that's really it 
Do you go fries in the frosty move at Wendy's? I've never done that. Uh, what I also have never done is drive through nude like Joe Cullen. Caca! Caca! Was that a Wendy's? I think it was. I think I'm it was pretty sure. Uh, okay, so that's enough Josh Brent talk. I didn't. Sorry, I just that that was that caught my eye, and I couldn't let that one slide. I gotta find that video. That's got to be pretty good. Yeah, we'll it post it on our social media if I find it. Okay. Last win against the Cowboys was December 9th, 2013. You'll probably remember this one. Monday night football, Bears win 45-28. The temperature was 8 degrees. With the wind chill was a negative 9. Also the same night, they retired Ditka's number at halftime. Yeah, I do remember. I um, That game reminds me of the Falcons game we were talking about a few episodes ago with Rory and yeah. Pat Doinks. Uh, my parents... And other family members went to that game with a former employee of the Cowboys, and they said it was the most miserable experience they've ever had at a sporting event because of the weather. Like, it sounded awful. It sounded awful. And I remember, I feel like I can picture seeing the Cowboys on the sideline, and all of them looked like they wanted nothing to do with any of that game. Um, Bears were in... uh, they were in the playoff hunt at that point. They were seven and six after that game and shared a lead of the North. Did not go to the playoffs, right? 2013. No. Was that the year that was that Lovey's last year when he got fired going 10 and six? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, Josh McCowan had four passing touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. Five Weird. touchdowns for Josh McCowan. Doesn't watch porn. Do you know that? I've heard that about him. Um, I don't believe that. Also, I don't believe I don't that for either. a minute. Yeah, you. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. What a weirdo. Romo threw for three touchdowns. Forte had 102 yards rushing, 73 yards receiving. The huge game for him. The Bears never punted in the game. No punts. I also don't believe that. Well, you don't have to call me a liar. I was looking right at the box score, um, and then. Uh, the last note here, there was a moment of silence uh, before the game for Nelson Mandela. Wow, that's pretty, pretty random. I, of all the people, like I was, I was, <laughs> I was running through my head, like, who is this going to be? What, what former coach? Like, is it a member of the Hallis family or McCaskey family? Nelson I sh- Mandela. I okay. should have had you guess. That's, that's on me. I don't know why. Just, there's never, I don't think anyone's ever put Mike Ditka retirement and nelson mandela's death in the same so are you sure are you sure it wasn't a moment of silence for morgan freeman (laughs) i guess i'm not sure now (laughs) i think he's still kicking it he had a weird car accident a few years ago around the josh brent time i think too but unrelated i believe didn't he have uh a woman in the car that wasn't his wife it was that was just like a sketchy so. detail of it. Okay, I think so. I don't know. I, you know, check out at zero doings for more updates about this conversation too on a, all of our social media channels. Oh, I'm gonna forget that one immediately after this is over. Okay, that's all I got for the games. Uh, the last few games, Bears, Cowboys. Uh, let's go to the coaching staff. Um, you're gonna find a theme here for a few of them. They're all. Oh, well, we'll get to it. They're all Cowboys all right. coaches, I'm guessing. Is that one of the They're, themes? The cow- 
They all work for the same company. Uh, all right. Jason Garrett, head coach, huge nerd, as everyone knows. He joined the Cowboys in 07 as an OC. Uh, he's been the head coach since 2011. He was the interim coach halfway through 2010 after they booted Wade Phillips. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. He was yeah. interim. I can't believe he's been there that long. That's crazy. Uh, his first job after his playing career, he was the QB coach with the Dolphins under Saban in 2005. Do you think he's the one who told Sa- uh, Saban to take uh, Culpepper and not Breeze? Ooh, man. Yes. Be, right? Based off of all of Garrett's other decisions, I'd say yeah. I'm a strong yes. Yeah, that, that that definitely made sense. I was shocked he went from... His first gig was in 05 as a QB coach for the Dolphins. And then he was the OC two years later with the Cowboys. Like his a, jump, yeah. his jump was really weird. None of it made sense, especially given the, how yeah. shitty. He no, he's terrible. The only other similar jump that comes to mind for me is Dowell Loggins. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm with you. Um <laughs> God, that guy sucks. Uh, <laughs> he does. Bingo. Uh, bingo card. Bingo card. Dowel Loggins. Towel. Uh, the last note on Jason Garrett, He his wife's name is Brill. B-R-I-L-L. Ever what? heard of that? I don't no. know. I don't think I could, I could pull the trigger on an engagement if <laughs> just based off a name alone. Like, Brill. It could, yeah. Brill? No. And that was on the team website. Um and also on the wiki on his Wikipedia page, like if you have, if you're married to someone named Brill, wouldn't you give a little background of like, hey, just a heads up, this is why her name is Brill. Yeah, it's mandatory. It, it should, uh, be. yeah, it should be, yeah, it should be tattooed on both of their persons. Actually, I agree. Right on his dumb forehead. Uh, okay, so we were just talking about quick jumps <laughs> up the the coaching ranks. Offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. He was a QB coach, or he was the Cowboys quarterback from 2015 to 2017, then immediately was the QB coach last year, and now he's the OC. I mean, that, stupid. Stupid. So the yeah. theme here is you're going to find a lot of ex-Cowboy players are also ah. are now coaches. That's going to be the Spoiler alert. Yeah. Now we know. And it's if Jerry Jones, he's an idiot in his own right. He shouldn't be a general manager. Um, but that's, he just, it amazes me. He's just like, ah, oh, I'm just going to have someone I know. Ha, I'm a, I used to be a shoe salesman. Ha. Huh? Oh, that's all like an Arkansas. old time ago. Yeah. Ah, could... Go hogs. Ah, play football. <laughs> so the, um, so the website for some of these coaches, like Jason Garrett had a huge write up. And then there were some coaches that literally had no bio. I had to go look them up on Wikipedia. It's like, we don't give a shit. I swore again. But, you know, no bio at all. And Kellen Moore's was literally just like one sentence. He's like, was a quarterback for the Cowboys. Now he's offensive coordinator. Okay, bye. <laughs> Bad job, Cowboys PR. Yeah. Shame on you. Grow up. Thod, get in there and clean it up. Uh, okay, so QB coach is John Kitna. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? No. John Kitna. Uh, he literally had no bio on the team website, even though he was the Cowboys quarterback from tw- 2009 to 2011 and then came back in 2013. 
uh, during that span when he wasn't with the Cowboys, he was a high school uh, football coach. I know you had mentioned that uh, John Kitna didn't have too many sentences in his bio, Dan, but at any point did it say that he had a severe case of Mark McGuire face? Because he does. <laughs> Wait, he looks like Mark McGuire? Just as yeah. Well, kind of, you know, like he looks like he got hit by a by a pillowcase of molten nickels, like oh, all over his I, neck and face. You know what I'm saying? A little crater-ish, like crater. Yeah. yeah. It didn't crater-ish. say that, but we should add it to his Wikipedia page oh. if we're not still suspended. Oh, don't look up my IP address, Eagles 24-7, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, the only other note I have on John Kitna is when he came into the league, he was the backup to Warren Moon on the Seahawks. Weird. That's crazy, right? I don't feel like Kitna's that old. I don't know. Uh, that was strange to me. Okay. Uh, that's all I got. He's he's kind of a fat face now, which I have no room to talk. That, that cratered face is not getting any smaller. All right. O-line coach for the Cowboys is an old friend of ours, Mark Colombo. Oh, skinniest legs of any offensive lineman I've ever seen in my life. Yes, yes. Uh, Bears first round pick in 2002, 29th overall. Uh, From 02 to 05, he only started seven games for the Bears, which is, I thought he was going to be great. He was a huge Boston, and most of that was just, he was just hurt constantly, which just made yeah. it worse because he went to the Cowboys and he signed like a $25 million contract. Like he made good money. We started 72 games for the Cowboys in six years. We gave up on him way too early. I, I crossed paths with him uh, with the Bears. Uh, not a bad guy. Not what I would call a great guy like not great guy sorry he's he's a fine guy i'm sure he i'm sure he does a lot for charity and stuff kind of like a dummy though is what i'm trying to say like you know not not the most exciting guy would you even want to have a beer with him i'm not sure that you would well would it surprise you then to find out he plays guitar for a band called black muff (laughs) is that a joke Nope. Is that a joke? That's on his Wikipedia page. He's like a black separate section. Black Muff. And it's a separate section that says that he's a musician and he plays guitar. And they've been around oh. since like 2002. So it was like when he got drafted. Uh, wow. Yeah. Black Muff. Wow. Black Muff. What yeah. do you think of, uh, what was the first thing you thought of when you, when you heard the band name, Dan? Inappropriate stuff that I won't repeat because I'm trying to clean up my act a little bit. How about you? What say you, uh, fuzzy muffins? Um, absolutely nothing. I, I tried to, I tried to remember. Uh, yeah, he was. A, I remember him being a. You say guitarist for the band? Yeah, yeah. That does seem vaguely familiar. Never heard him play the six string, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, I doubt the. Do you think the band is better or worse than Dan Hampton's band? Oh way they got to be way better i mean hamptons they they look like they had just picked up instruments and hampton probably picked up a guitar and he's like which end do i blow into ouch um, arkansas arkansas product jerry uh, jones yeah hey I'm a, I'm a shoe salesman i don't know why i keep going back to that mark uh so colombo has been the o-line coach since last year i don't know if he coached 
before that. Ah, shit, nah, who cares? I doubt uh, it. All right, Colombo. So we're we're off of him. Uh, okay, defensive coordinator, another old friend of ours, Rod Marinelli. Uh, like that guy. Defensive coordinator has been coaching since 1973. How about Whoa. that? Wow. Yeah. Why is, he, why is he still working? Okay. So he's with the Bears from 09 to 2012. Who Tressman tried to keep him, right? Uh, yeah. And then is and that he when said, he went to oh, Dallas, right? Yeah. Because no? I think he was, because I think he wanted to be the head coach for the Bears, right? Oh, that's right. That's and right. And then they're like, well, no, but you could stick around as D coordinator. He said, screw off, McCaskies. Yep. He gave him like a, they gave him a fake interview, kind of like they did with, the baby-faced Vic Fangio when Nagy came, but the yeah, good news exactly. was Fangio stayed. Marinelli, Marinelli, Marinella, Marinelli. Uh, is it? I always, I always get the two confused because they both t- they both sound like pasta dishes too, like Joe Tessitore. <laughs> Give me some Tessitore at the side of Marinelli. <laughs> um, anyway, that's stupid. Sorry, I've, I've interrupted no. you like twelve times. Oh, second. it's all good. It's all good. Uh, well, it's a good thing the Bears didn't hire him because he was obviously the coach of the winless Detroit Lions in 2008. So he should never get a head coaching job after that disaster. If you coach a team that goes 0-16, you should be banned for life from being a head coach at any level. Probably, yeah, and possibly murdered. Uh, that's harsh. Yeah, life in prison. Uh, okay, so Rod also, I read, was in Vietnam. He was wounded and he contracted malaria while he was there. What's malaria? What does that do to you? Isn't that, I think that's when you get, uh, it doesn't involve mosquitoes. I think I just, mosquitoes are involved. I just thought you had I'm like, sure. a, I thought you had like a real drippy dick or something. A lot of like an open well, faucet. I think that's a, a separate camp in Vietnam, but. <laughs> I uh I'm not sure. Not a not a big war research guy. Welcome to Viet Dong. Okay. Um the de- there's a defensive assistant for the Cowboys, Andre Gord. Girl Grod. Does that ring a bell? Yeah. I recognize uh, the name. Vaguely. He vaguely, played yeah. center for the Cowboys for like 10 years. I don't, I'm not sure the exact time because I put I played for the Cowboys from 2010 to 2010, but that's not true because he was also on the Bears in 2010. So <laughs> I'm, that's I'm not very doing confusing. Well. Not yeah, doing well on that one. Um, I think he was a backup with the Bears. I'm not sure if he got any play time, but so he's a defensive assistant, but he played center in the NFL. So good job on that one, Jerry Jones. Makes sense. Okay, so the director of scouting since 2008 is Judd Garrett, who is Jason's brother. Ooh, that could be awkward. Yeah, in the how does that work? Yep. So if Jason, if and when Jason gets fired, do they fire Judd as well? I feel like you have to, right? I think so. It's, well, you shouldn't have hired him with a name like Judd, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, Jason married a Brill, so nobody... Who knows what's going on with any of these people? Uh, yeah, so Judd, is this is like a southern thing. Are people, I mean, I know Texas isn't be. technically the South, but it's kind of its own thing. Wait a minute, you saying what? You said Texas isn't the South. Well, it's not like the South. Like when I when I when I think of the South, I think of like South Carolina and Georgia, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama. Like Texas is its own 
thing. It's like its own country. I feel like Thad would agree with me. Okay. I know it's like south when you look at a map, but it's not it's not the same. So you like if you asked a Texan if he was a southerner, he would say no. You know what? I don't know that answer. I bet they would say I bet you're right. I bet you'd say, I'm a Texan. Yeah, probably. Okay, yeah. I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to secede from the union. Yeah, that adds I don't want to pay your federal taxes. Yeah, that adds up. Uh, okay, uh, their defensive uh, D-tackle coach is Leon Lett. Once again, ex-Cowboy wow. players. Played with the Cowboys from 91 to 2000. First thing I remember with him is him fumbling in the Super Bowl, right? Him hot-dogging oh. it on his way. Was that Don Beebe who popped it out of his hands? Well, was that Super Bowl or was that was that a Thanksgiving game in the snow? No, no, no. Or that was two a different, different Leon Lett things. Yeah, two yeah, different ones. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that the Dolphins one. got him once, and then yeah. that's right. Yeah, right. Uh, he did win three Super Bowls with the Cowboys. I mean, he was he was good for a while. Um, I got him confused with Nate Newton for some reason. Like, I was like, it's not fair for me. So I know Leon Lett. I did. Nothing on his Wikipedia page about him getting any legal trouble, but I put Leon Lett arrested. There was a few things that came up. He had some Uh-oh. drug problems. Not as, many, not as many as our buddy Nate Newton, which I just jotted down a few notes. He's not on the coaching staff, nor should he be, because uh, he was arrested. Let's see. I think it was 2003. For He was faced up to 20 years in jail for drug trafficking. He ended up only serving 30 months. I'm like, what in the hell? What were the stats on it? Okay, so he was arrested in Texas. No, Arizona, sorry. He was arrested in Arizona with 175 pounds of weed, driving a truck with 175 pounds of weed. Okay, not so bad. Five weeks before that, he was arrested in Louisiana with 213 pounds of weed. What? Did you not learn your lesson, Nate Newton? Obviously not Nate Isaac Newton, you fucking idiot. I don't apologize for that F-bomb. But good news, Nate is out of jail, and he's now a member of the North Dallas Community of God. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you sure that Mons was not involved with Nate Newton? It was only weed? No mons, check that one off your bingo card. Uh, no, B thirty six. I think Leon had some mons issues, but I uh, didn't didn't I didn't confirm that. But all right, that's all I got on the coaching staff. I'll briefly run through the Cowboys front office. Jerry Jones, obviously weirdo, owner, president, general manager, ex shoe salesman. Um, hot or not, hot or not, Jerry Jones. What Jerry Jones. Uh, hot. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I preferred him pre-surgery when he looked uh-huh. even younger. So, okay. Yes. Did you, I, I mean, I don't know if we've mentioned this before. Have you ever seen that Amazon show all or nothing? I think it's a follow the NFL teams. Oh uh, yeah. They started with like the Falcons or something. Didn't they? I think Back the Cardinals. The day, I didn't see Oh yeah. That. Yeah. You're right. But right. I, yeah. uh, two years ago, two or three years ago, they followed the Cowboys around. And the weirdest thing, the weirdest thing of all is they have a, they, I mean, it's a great show because they have cameras and practices, locker rooms, uh, coaches meetings and every coaches meeting. It's Jason Garrett at the, when it's all of the coaches, Jason Garrett at the head of the table, 
Jerry Jones immediately to his right, and then Stephen Jones, who's next to him. And they like participate in these conversations with coaches. Now, every other season of that show, when they show the coaching staff getting together, the GM is nowhere to be found. They're not involved in any of that stuff. I mean, what that's got to be such an impossible job to coach the Cowboys because you have him hovering over you at all time, and I that would drive me crazy. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? And I know the Bears aren't designed this way, but if Virginia was sitting in with Nagy and, and Pagano, like, hey, why don't we run more blitzes, right? I mean, that would be incredible. God dang it. I'd love it. That would be great. Um, oh, okay. So let me back up here. So on the website, usually, you know, I've been on nearly every NFL team's site and they're almost, they're all identical in how they're laid out. Uh, the Cowboys are the only ones where they have their front office staff and it's literally just the Jerry Jones and his children. There's no other staff mentioned because you know, there are Jones literally in every facet of that organization, which Fair enough. I mean, they're, I think the, they're worth the most money of any sports franchise, I think, in the world, right? So he's doing yeah, something right. Um, he is, but it's more than just the cat. Like, he's he's got investments with, like, luxury boxes throughout the country. He's a very, I mean, yeah, smart as hell. But give somebody else some credit outside the Jones family, Jerry. Yeah, and I will say, and watching that, I always had a, uh, an idea that his kids were idiots, the ones that were kind of helping run in the company and that all or nothing show, they actually seemed more with it than I would have guessed. So I'll give them some credit. Steven Jones, COO, Charlotte Jones Anderson, uh, who's the chief brand officer. That sounds awesome. Uh, Oh, here's another one in her bio. She married a guy named shy Anderson. S H Y. What What the fuck? Another one. Like, it was yeah. another one like we're just going to say Shy Anderson's his name and not have, you know, in parentheses. Hey, by the way, he was shy as a kid, so he goes by Shy, but his real name's Francis. I don't know. Nope. No mention of it. Just Shy Anderson. That's so stupid. I'm I'm sick of this Cowboys staff, the yeah. front office, all of it. Stupid yeah. names. Grow up, Jones family. All right. That's all I got. I got nothing else. Um I was really excited to, like I said, find just random Jones buried deep down into the staff. Someone just ripping tickets at the gate. Geraldine Jones. <laughs> but no, no such luck. They weren't giving it's me any of that. It's yeah. so disappointing. Yeah. Ron Jones, the guy that licks each stadium hot dog before it gets sold. <laughs> That guy's got to be there. All right. Well, what's the <laughs> what's the line for uh, for Thursday? Let's talk about let's talk about this Thursday's matchup a little bit. Yeah. Or <laughs> and or licking hot dogs. Would he would he lick like pre lick them before the game starts, or like you order it, he licks it and then gives it to you? I think. Well, in Texas, I feel like that's a compliment if a Jones family member licks a hot dog in front of you and then gives it to you. I bet they sell their dogs for like fifteen a piece. Okay, what? Well, yeah, Stadium. one more question. I mean, does he lick? Okay, does he lick it like while it's in the bun, like just rubs his tongue on top of it, or does he like throw it into his mouth without the <laughs> bun and then just no, plops I- it right on? <laughs> 
I'm picturing him. <laughs> I'm picturing hot dog in bun, him sensually licking end to end, making eye contact with each customer, <laughs> and then handing him the hot dog. <laughs> thanking him for his business or saying you're welcome i'm not sure one of those two ron jones what a guy not shy definitely not shy i just had the mental pictures just it's it's crushing me all right let's go to the line oh my god ron jones oh sorry pull it together dan all right bears line bears are plus three this Thursday evening, the over-unders 42 and a half. We are tied on the year. We're both five and nine. So fade our picks if you want to make fade money. Um, so Bears plus three. What do you like? Um, this won't surprise you at all, but I thought it would be Bears minus three going in because the Cowboys have been shitty. Not that the Bears have been amazing this year, obviously. But recently, we've been good. So I would pound the F out of the Bears plus three. They're going to win outright. Bears are going to be seven and six after this game. How about you, buddy? It's for sure a money line play, in my opinion. Bears taking them all day plus three. I'll give you those three points back. Give me the money line. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I, same. I, I thought the same thing. I thought the Bears would be slight favorites, but yeah, it's probably a sucker bet. I'm the king of sucker bets. Bears plus three. You know, I lost money to Thod last week. We bet on the, uh, I bet I took the Cowboys minus seven to the Bills. That didn't turn out great. Yeah, Cowboys are a tough team to figure out. They have a ton of talent that just, it's not working out. I thought they were going to fire Jason Garrett this week. That line would have made more sense to me if he was out of there. I feel like he hurts them. Um, So... But I'll take the Bears, plus three. Give me the points, baby. They're going to win outright. Awesome. I love it. Can I paint you a picture, Dan? I would love it. Excellent. So we're both you know, conceding the fact that the Bears will be seven and six after this week. We, we agree. Um, yep. It's going to be awesome. So I teased earlier that the Bears are in a three-way fight for the number six seed in the NFC. Now, there are multiple scenarios that the Bears can qualify, which is kind of weird that they could, it could be 10 and six, nine and seven or eight and eight, but let's just talk about the most, uh, not the most likely outcome, but let's just say that the Bears run the table. Okay. Yep. Let's say that. All right. So first of all, of course, Minnesota eight and four right now, two games ahead of the Bears in the sixth spot, the Rams are seven and five in between the Bears and the Vikings. So we need the Rams to lose two out of their last four. We need to run the table, and we will, mm-hmm. hosting Dallas at Green Bay, then the Chiefs at home, and then at Minnesota. Given that scenario, we need Minnesota to lose two out of their last four, including us, right? So yes. Minnesota has, they're hosting the Lions this week. Let's assume that That's they a win. beat them. Yep. Yeah, come on. They're going to the Chargers the following week. Kind of weird. Could be a weird spot, but let's say they win. Let's say they win. Then they host the Packers Monday night football at home. Packers win that one. Yep. Two games to go. That is that is like, like vintage Kirk Cousins chokes. As, yes. You know, right? They can qualify for the playoffs. That dude's choking all the way. And it's going to be Bears-Vikings week 17 winner 
qualifies for the six seed. Oh. Bears are going to kick their ass. Nagy's three and zero against the Vikings, uh, and and then we need the Rams. So the Rams, how they play into this? We just need the Rams to lose two out of four. They play Seattle, Dallas, and the 49ers. Uh, they're going to lose two of those. Yeah, I'm sorry. They just yeah, are. that's fair. So that's fair. Bears are going to be the six seed. I'm painting you a picture. That's a dangerous six seed because that is a, that's a six seed with a six game winning streak, a confidence Mitch Trubisky, a defense with Akeem Hicks back, which gives Khalil Mack a lot less attention. Uh, so I want to segue to Akeem Hicks. He's a difference maker if we escape this week against Dallas. Mm-hmm. He's a difference maker. Last three games. And he playoffs. is. Did I see? So if. I think I saw that scenario. I saw a scenario where Bears were nine and seven, and they could make they would make this they would get the six seed. And I think that yeah. would they play Green Bay at that point, or is Green Bay? I'm not. I'm not sure who the opponents. Would I want to say. That, I feel yeah. like it was. I feel like in that scenario they were playing the Eagles. They were at the Eagles. Oh, the maybe Eagles they're were at the division winner. Possibly, uh, yeah. Whoever the East winner is, maybe it, for that to happen for the nine and seven scenario, the Bears have to win Thursday. They have to beat the Chiefs and beat the Vikings. They would lose to the Packers, but the Vikings have to lose three of four, well, specifically nah. against the Chargers, uh, Packers, and, and Bears. That's not crazy, but the problem is the Rams would have to lose three out of four, too. So I. You know what's for you? You know what's. What you, know you got? I'm going to say the most, the most unlikely thing out of this whole scenario is us winning out. We're still not that good. We, I know. We've beaten up the Giants and the Lions, and both of them were close right at the end. Two horrible teams, but it's true. Hey, we can we can dream, right? Like it, we, we can. Well, plus, yeah. I mean, I know it's a small sample size, but I think Nagy's undefeated in December. So, <laughs> all right, that's fair. You that's know, fair. let's all let's right. go with that. And last year we were seven and one in the division, which yes. you know we beat the Packers and Vikes. We will be the same. So really, the only teams in the way are the Cowboys and the Chiefs. You think Patrick Mahomes wants to come to Chicago on a Sunday night when it's 10 degrees? No chance. Hmm. Tyreek Hill would have... Tyreek Hill? Tyreek. Tyreek. He will have beaten somebody else by then. He'll be suspended. Good, good point. All great points. Thank you. Very realistic. I like it. That's a very... That's a picture that I like looking at. So thank you for painting it for me. Brush, brush. Um, This has been another Bears preview only four left plus the playoffs. Uh, so, you know, an additional three games uh, for the Super Bowl run, to, four games to yep. Miami. Um, it's going to be amazing. Uh, thank you, Dan, for your research. I am stunned that all the Cowboys coaches were former players. I shouldn't be, but that's hilarious. That's hilarious. I love yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Bill. All right. Thanks, buddy. Bear, seven and six after Thursday. Can't wait. See you next segment. Mons. This is Kyle Legend. Keep it locked on Zero Doing. The Big Ten Minutes.
Welcome back, Zero Doinks. Follow us at Zero Doinks on Instagram and Twitter. We are hot for all of your tweets, all of your IG messages. We will get back to you as soon as humanly possible. This is the Big Ten Minute. You heard the theme song. Dan, rough Saturday for your Gophers. I'm sorry. I am legitimately, sincerely sorry. Uh, The Gophers fell one game short of the Big Ten West title. What are your thoughts? And I hesitate to even ask. Oh, yeah, it was a it was a rough afternoon. And it was, you know, Gophers came out second play of their offensive first offensive series with a huge touchdown. And I was like, yes, we are going to win this game by 30 plus. I had some real cocky text queued up to some Badger fans that I know. And I I thought in the moment I was like, eh, better better hold this back see how it goes here for a few minutes and i'm gonna go ahead and pat myself on the back for not firing off any of those texts they wisconsin just dominated the gophers the entire game and it was hard to watch i even shut it off i don't even think i saw the last half of the fourth quarter i mean it was clearly over wisconsin dominated on the both sides of the ball their their d-line offensive line was just doing whatever the hell they wanted the and Wisconsin's not even that good. I mean, that was just hard to watch. I think the moment probably was just too much for the Gophers. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. They were dropping passes. They looked like shit. Um, but I will say, uh, you know, being a, a few days away from it now, that was an, probably an easier way to lose. Like I would have been more heartbroken if it was like a last second. I just had a feeling if it was close that the Badgers were going to have some like bullshit pass interference in the end zone and they were going to win at the last minute. So it was over fairly quickly. I mean, there was hope at halftime. I think I texted you. I was like, this is trouble at halftime. You could just tell. You could just tell that it was going to get weird and it did. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not happy about it. Gophers, you finally got your college game day. They showed up. There were a shitload of people, uh, and it looked ice cold. So they could stop complaining about game day being there. I'm glad that's out of the way because I got real sick of that. They got their ass kicked. It's a bummer they're not playing this week, but you know it probably would have been maybe more defeating on a national stage again to have Ohio State just absolutely blow your doors off. So I'm going to count that as a win. So, you know, it is what it is. They're going to play in an awesome bowl game. I'm, I've read Outback Bowl maybe against Florida. Like, that'll be fun. That's perfect. That's good for recruiting. That'll be good for the players on the team. So, it is what it is. How did things go for your Illini this weekend? Ooh, well, before we get to that travesty, um, I want to compliment Gophers fans. I only know one of them. That's Dan Doinks. <laughs> but like, I was watching that game. The snow was falling. Minnesota scores, like Dan said, oh. early. I thought, oh, my God, this is going to be perfect. The fans were going nuts. Yep. Like The stadium seemed awesome. It was rocking. It did. Yeah. It was it was rocking. I always think of Corey Wooten sacking Brett Favre to end his career when yes. I think of the TCF Bank yes. uh, Stadium, and which so I have great memories. Uh, the thing that I <laughs> thought I I don't know if this is still true, but they didn't have like a heating system under the turf back in the day when when the Vikings had to play there. I don't know if that's still true. Whatever, it doesn't. No, matter. No, they do now. They definitely okay. do now. All right. You're right. It was like a sheet of ice. Yeah, there I was feel some like weird. They thing. did have it, but it was like so cold that they 
it wasn't working. Something yeah, along gotcha. those lines. You're right. I think I, of that as I well. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Which so yeah. So I when I see Gophers Stadium, TC I think, uh sponsor, future sponsor, um, I uh I, I do get excited for Dan Doinks. I I agree. It did the game went sideways kind of midway through the second. Jonathan Taylor Thomas seemed to get whatever he wanted <laughs> yeah. uh, through the air, actually, right? They did a good job of using him in the yeah, passing good. game. Yep. Um, yep. It seemed like I had a couple observations uh, about the Gophers. I, I admittedly do not watch a ton of Gophers football. It seemed like everybody that I saw on both sides of the ball, it seemed like they were a captain. Like they had a cap, they had a they had a C on their jersey. So I feel like yeah, Minnesota, right. which would be kind of a PJ Fleck thing. Yeah, like thirty six cap. captains, right? That's a good right. call. Yeah, no, uh, you might be right. Yeah, yeah, and it also seemed like there was a lot of injuries for the Gophers early and often from mm-hmm. key guys. Like it seemed like a lot of guys were going down that also had a captain patch on them. <laughs> so not a great start. Yeah. It also seemed like you had a lot of really huge. So your left tackle, I assume a left tackle, four hundred pounds, no, six the... nine four hundred, or what? He's, what is he? Yeah, he's the right tackle. Yeah, he got right hurt. Tackle. He he got hurt and kind of looked like maybe it was a knee injury. He's uh, fucking huge. Yeah, that, you like, know, yes. like Aaron Gibson. I didn't know. Like he's that, uh, he, me he's from Australia originally. He's Australian. Um, he's a giant. Yeah, the the thing with him was, I guess uh, Saban wanted him in Alabama, and but he he played one year of football at what's that weird IMG that IMG oh, yeah. Academy yeah, in Florida. Florida right? He played yeah. like one or he's he's like barely even played football. Ba six nine four hundred pounds and he just looks massive. But yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, I mean you're right. It did feel like a lot of a lot of dudes are getting dinged up. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it should be a good launching pad for next year. So yeah, PJ PJ seemed yeah. encouraging after the game, which was great. You know, in comparison to like Jim Harbaugh, who was real salty about anyone asking him any questions. Uh, but they're in two completely different places. Like people mad at Harbaugh, like that dude's feeling the heat. So I don't, it's hard yeah. to blame him for feeling a little salty. But that's um, true. Yeah. No, and the anyway. Gopher. I mean, I mean that was. That was a dream season for the Gophers, I would have to think. I mean, the fact that they're playing for the the Big Ten West, you know, hosting their rival Badgers in the last week of the season, that's awesome. I mean, you can't ask for much more. Right. Um, so, yeah, flipping to the Illini, uh, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but that was a pretty deflating loss to their uh, manufactured rival, the Northwestern Wildcats. I... I don't like hate the Wildcats or anything, but they just annoy me. They just rub me the wrong way. Pat Fitzgerald rubs me the wrong way. He's so football-y. When I hear him on the radio, he's like, go Cats! At the end of his interview, I think, God, you're you're, you're just a douchebag, dude. <laughs> um, but that's a personal problem. So, so, <laughs> so it didn't matter. Like, okay, congratulations. That's your one Big Ten win this year. So I think it's kind of funny. But at the same time, I there's a chance that Illinois will be six and seven after, after bowl season and will not have a winning record set. Like psychologically it sucks. I would have loved them for them to have had a winning big 10 record and a guaranteed winning record this year. It doesn't matter really. They're going to go to a bowl game. I saw, I don't think it's really necessarily going to change. It's still between the pinstripe in New York or the red box in San Francisco or the former Motor City Bowl, whatever they call it now, in, in Detroit. But I don't think 
uh, yeah, that'd be gross. I wouldn't but, even uh, do it. Yeah, Gophers but, played in it last year. Illinois, yeah, <laughs> but for Illinois, and I said it early in the season, and I still stand by. I still, I legitimately feel this way. I am so excited that they're in a bowl game that. I don't care where it is. It could be in fucking Ghana. It could be in Porter, whatever. I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm so excited that they're going to be, I don't care who they're playing. I saw matchups are possible. Like, I see Boston College, kind of boring, but whatever. Florida State, I'm in. Uh, Cal, Washington, those are like the most common potential opponents in some of these games. So, I'm excited. I'm not as, I saw a lot of Illinois fans down. I get it, but we also had, a shitty backup quarterback, which you got to fix that in the offseason. Matt Robinson sucks. No offense. Don't want to make fun of a 19-year-old, but he blows. You need somebody behind Brandon, all of his Peters. That's a lot better. Hopefully Isaiah Williams next year steps it up. Um, so, no, it, still huge success for Lovey and the Illini. Huge success for Minnesota Gophers. What say you about – do you have any thoughts about Northwestern in yeah, general? Uh, I – I actually kind of like Pat Fitzgerald. I know. Shut you, up. <laughs> Shut up. And it's funny, all the things you mentioned about him saying, go cats after every interview. That's a PJ Fleck move as well, saying row the boat or go gophers or sky you or any of that shit. So that's, you know, <laughs> but I don't think anyone's not, you know, PJ is a pretty big douche in his own right, but he's a perfect college football coach because that's sort of the shit you need. Um, yeah, I don't know. Northwestern football, I mean, it did feel like that was their Super Bowl this year, beating the Illini. Well, I, I'm curious, what what are what's everyone's thoughts on Lovey at this point? Is everyone still real high on him, given yeah. what he did before that? Or yes. have people been like, yes. I'm not sure now? I think generally, I, I think if you take a step back, and hopefully, you know, between Saturday and the bowl game, people remember where this team was and this mm-hmm. program was going into the season and would you accept a six and six season where you beat Wisconsin you beat Michigan State and you get to a bowl game of course everybody would take that and truthfully I mean Peters was not an incredible quarterback but he was out for the Michigan game he was out for the Northwestern game and there was a huge drop off so it's like they could have stolen one of those games potentially to like you have to give some credit for that uh, so no, I think, I mean, Lovey's back next year. Nothing should change that. And I think, and I think they're going to have a good chance to, um, to extend their recruiting. Cause I think earlier, early signing periods coming up soon. I don't know. I, whatever. Yeah. They, uh, yeah I, it's in like yeah. two, two or three weeks, I think. Yeah. So yeah. I think they're gonna have a pretty good class again. I think it's like their third or fourth, like above average for them class. Like mm-hmm. they're out kicking their coverage for rankings and whatnot. So I think. I think they're totally in the right place. I know it sucks to lose to Northwestern. Northwestern blows. This was their fourth or fifth win in a row against Illinois. That sucks, but does it really matter? Illinois is going to a bowl, and it wouldn't have changed anything. So uh, I, I'm talking myself into it. I know. But no, <laughs> I'm pro. I'm pro Lovey, pro Illinois football. They're headed the right way. They've been better each season since Lovey took over. That's That's all I can ask as an Illinois football fan. Personally, yeah, and I, I feel like the loss didn't change any of the bull predictions at all for them where they're going. So, yeah, you're right. It probably didn't didn't mean a damn thing. Where would you like to see them play if you had to pick between all the the three that you mentioned? 
So watching on TV, I'd love to see them playing in Yankee Stadium, yeah. honestly. Uh, but if I were a player or a fan sitting in the crowd, uh, I would imagine that it would make much more sense to do the Red Box Bowl in San Francisco. So I get it. I want them to play a team that they can beat. I'd love to see them at seven and six and have a good game and and all that. It's, truly, if it's Detroit, I don't give a shit. I'll watch <laughs> them and, you know it's Matt Nagy just won in, in Ford on Ford field. So let's do it again, baby. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, what about you as a gopher fan, what about as, you? Do you have a bowl a, preference for, as a, for the gophers or for the Illini? Yes. No, no, no. Gophers. gophers. <laughs> uh, I think the Outback bowl is what the biggest one I've seen. I don't, I haven't really seen uh, any others, to be honest. I feel like they're kind of stuck on that one for some reason. Um, That, that would be the one. That'd be a good one. Outback okay. Bowl, and I think they're maybe lined up to play Florida, which would be cool. Be cool to play be. an SEC school. So, yeah, I'm not going to it. Florida, so whatever it is. Florida still have the head coach that looked like he was having sex with a shark or a dolphin <laughs> or whatever on that no, boat. Oh, it's Mullen now, right? Isn't it Dan Mullen? It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, why can't I think of that guy, the, the shark sex guy? Yeah. Jim uh, McElvain. Oh, wait, was that the big guy for the McElvain? You know, no, the you Jazz? got it. No. Is that right? okay. <laughs> Jim McElwain. Yeah, I think you got it. You got there it. you go. Uh, okay, so uh, you're six and eight on the year. I'm eight, five, and one. I figured we'd take the uh, Big Ten championship game, right? Seven o'clock it. Saturday night. Let's do it. Ohio State is giving 16 and a half to the stupid Badgers. Uh, Over under is 56 and a half. I feel like there's going to be a shitload of points in this game, maybe all by Ohio State. I'm taking Ohio State 16 and a half. I would take them at 25 plus because the Badgers stink and Ohio State's winning it all. What do you got? So can we go? Can you, all right, you going over to? Let's do two bets then. Let's yeah. do. Let's take take the points and the uh, the spread, if you will. So you're okay. going to go over, over and Ohio State. Yeah. Okay, then I'm I'm going Wisconsin and under. Okay. I'm I'm think this is going to be your classic Big Ten, you know, get the hog mollies out. We got the best offensive line, and we're just going to run the shit out of the ball and run the clock. Okay, so that's yeah, I like. We're going to have a two like game it. swing either way. All right, I like it. I like it. All right, good stuff. It was a fun year for both teams. Started off rough, probably for your Illini, but they got yep. red hot, and that was. I enjoyed the ride for the uh, the Illini ride. Thanks, is that, buddy. Is that a sex thing, Illini ride? I feel like it is. I think so. In uh, in in Rantoul, it's definitely something that involves putting like a pineapple on your front porch, and all the neighbors show up completely nude. Put your keys in the bowl. Whoa! Uh, put your chief Illini wig in my pie hole. I. <laughs> I don't know what that. What is a pie hole exactly? Is that a butt? It's your pooper, is it a butt buddy. Or a mouth? I think, okay. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was your pooper, but uh, it's where the foofs come out. All right, big ten minute. We did it again, Bell. Good job. We did it again. We nailed it. Thanks for listening. See you next segment. Go Illini. Roll the boat.
Gray balls. Gray balls. Gray balls. Gray balls. Gray balls. Run nuts! <laughs> All right, welcome back. We are at the Gray Balls part of Zero Doinks episode 19. We did not have a game last week, uh, so we are 100% healthy, right? Nope, I don't feel healthy. I'm, I feel hurt every day of my life. But Bill, what kind of thoughts do you have on this week's game for the Gray Balls? So, uh, and just following up on the apology from both of us and in the intro, apologies, Gray Balls, we love you. We cannot wait to join you again on Wednesday evening. Uh, all right, so Gray Balls, one and two on the year. We are playing uh, a team called the Creative DJs, who are 0 and 2, Ooh. so they already had their bye week. We have one later this year Ooh. that we're probably going to desperately need. Um, creative DJs, they're averaging 41 a game. Okay. Gray balls averaging 35 a Mm-mm, game. Not good. I know. Vegas has creative DJs as a two and a half point favorite. Okay. Um, I'm I'm riding the balls personally. I think we're gonna cover. Uh, I think we're gonna win outright. I think I think we win by 12. What say you, Dan? Uh, yeah, I agree. I would do a money line parlay, gray balls and bears this week. So if you are on a be up a lot of cash and a lot of fun, go see your local bookie because Illinois can't figure that shit out and put a money line parlay, put down, I don't know, whatever you pay in your mortgage, one month of mortgage on Gray Balls and Chicago Bears. Yeah, I feel good about that. The point total thing kind of scares me a little bit. We're really averaging 35 a game. We are, yeah, that that second game so far. Looks like the fluke versus game one and three. Whoa. We were stuck in the 30s. We scored okay. nine in the first half last week. Had that furious comeback that fell short. But Just we're short. better than that. We're better. We're good. Okay. All right. Yeah, I feel good about it. Yeah, apologies again, Gray Balls. Let's let's keep hoisting up those threes, and they're going to start dropping. And if not, I'll get my fat ass under the hoop to grab some boards. Beautiful. This has been Gray Balls. Two and a half minutes of joy. Can't wait for the hams. See you at Walnuts. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. This is a zero doinks. Episode 19 of Zero Doinks. I cannot believe the podcast world allows us to do this. It's so great. Uh, quick fan shout out. Fans of the week. The listeners that we have in Wichita and Shawnee, Kansas. Ooh. First of all, how did that happen? But we love it. Thank you. I'm guessing you're huge Hams fans because uh, that's probably how you found us. Uh, We don't really have a thought on the Chiefs, so thanks for listening. Keep it up. We love you. Dan, how do you feel episode 8, I almost said 18, 19 went? Great. I feel like uh, I'm fairly sober, which is good. A lot, big improvement from last week. I feel better getting those apologies off my chest. And hopefully all is forgiven. Uh, sounds like it might be from you. So that's that's a it's big a good one. start. Great yeah. balls. I hope you can forgive me as well. And 
uh, future Dan, uh, there's no saving you. You're going to be hurt. So sorry, buddy. <laughs> but uh, I got some random questions for you to wrap things up here, Bill. You ready? Hit me. Does the Bill Doinks family decorate the house for Christmas? Yes. And in fact, the last two years, I have given Kristen Doinks permission, quote unquote, not that she needs it to decorate prior to Thanksgiving. I know it's a faux pas. I know it's a big it's a big thing. I used to fight against it. But with our new house, we're very disorganized. I could tell a lot of Christmas stress. And Kristen loves Christmas more than she loves me or the rest of the family, I think. Um, so uh, so I said, you know what? Just get weird the week of Thanksgiving, and it's fine. How about you? How 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 do things go in the Dan Doings household? Well, let me ask. Do you do, deck? you know, like, are lights up but not on before Thanksgiving, or you're Correct. full go? Okay, no. so not on. Okay, I think Correct. that's okay. That's all yes. right. Yes. In fact, uh, one of my new neighbors came up to me and said, hey, I like what you're doing with the front. This was pre-Thanksgiving. And I said, don't worry. We are not turning on the lights. We are not those people. And I thought I shouldn't have come out so strong because they may be those people for all I know. I don't, yeah. I don't know what's going on. The, right? uh, well, we, my family loves to drive to your town to see the people who go over the top with the lights. That We do that every year. And I know those people start setting up lights before Halloween. Yeah, which, which is, is insane. Weird. It's yeah. insane. That's cool it's, though. It's it, it is cool to drive around wherever it is you live to see <laughs> to see all of the lights and there are some of them are awesome. I can't get enough of it. No, it is it is a fun time of the year. Um, I'm going to interrupt with a question myself. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite Christmas song, Dan Doinks? Um. Yeah, I do. It's, what is it? Um, Either Jingle Bell Rock or Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, or those—that's not this. Those are two different ones. Those are those are tied for me. How about you? Uh, Well, uh, my favorite one is Last Christmas. I gave gave you my my heart, heart. and the very next day you gave gave it away. Um, that's actually not my favorite. That is my son's favorite. He, he loves it. He is four and he sings it all the time. He sings his ass off. It's hilarious. That's probably the worst Christmas song. Um, although there is a Jimmy eat world version of it. That's pretty good. Oh, I, uh, I don't hate that song. I guess maybe I don't love it, but when it's on the radio, it's staying on. It's, I'm not turning it off. I I'll sing along to it. I got no beef with that song. Um, you're, you're a big George Michael guy, big time. He's dead, right? He is dead, but not in all of our hearts. No, that's true. Okay, wham, wham, uh, wham, 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 wham. So, okay, so Christmas decorations at my house, it's usually a full day of uh Jordan Doinks and I being real frustrated with each other. If it were up to me, we would just throw up like one strand of lights and be done, but I don't. I don't run this house, so um, it's a full day. I was at Home Depot three times looking for extension cords, lights, the stake that goes into the ground that you can plug shit in and has a timer on it. And so let's see, we did that on Sunday. Bears weren't playing, so it was a lot all day. 
all goddamn day filled with putting up Christmas decorations. And the house always looks awesome. Shout out Jordan Doinks. She's great at it. But it is, uh, it's cold. It was snowing slash raining. I was very crabby through the whole thing. But yeah. Uh, and my, and are my girls insist they really want one of those dumb inflatable things to go in the yard. I shouldn't call it dumb because I would, I would let them do it. Uh, Jordan Doinks refuses. She's like a certain thing. She doesn't do colored lights, only white lights, no inflatable things. Those are the rules. Is it the same in yep. your house? Very similar rules. Uh, it's white only. Um, we do have an inflatable, but we put in the back of the house so the okay. kids can see it if they, if they, you know, look out a window or yeah. whatever. And it's on a timer. So it's like, you know, it's up for an hour. And the kids honestly have given up on it by now. So we might as well just, you know, <laughs> yeah. put an arrow through it and so send it away. Um, I, I was also crabby this weekend doing it, uh, doing all the, all the things. Um, uh, Kristen's goal in life has been to have lights on an actual like tree in the yard. Oh yeah. And finally we have a tree where it made sense. So I'm on a ladder wrapping bullshit lights around it. They're white. They're not colored. Uh, that sounded racist. That sorry, sounded about so that, racist. <laughs> sorry, sorry guys. We know that we've mentioned it multiple times. We are anti-racism. This yes. is, this is not that type of show. Um, so I hated it. In fact, at one point, my hands were so damn cold. I got off the ladder and I just left. <laughs> I just walked away without announcing anything. And then I looked out a window and Kristen was finish, finishing off the lights. And I thought, you're welcome, America. I, I don't even feel bad about this. I'm going to, yeah, whatever. I mean, uh, I love Christmas, but the decorating is exhausting. It's, it's exhausting. exhausting. It yeah. is. I, I've, it's funny you mentioned the tree. I also decorated a tree. This was new one for us in our yard. Um, come to find out you can't, we use like big bulb. This is, we're getting too involved. The big light bulbs that we had yeah. on our house, like along our gutters one year, we used on the tree. Well, we found out that you couldn't plug more than two strands of those together because it blows the fuse on them. So I now know how to change a fuse in those. Uh, but that took us a while was that was one of the trips to Home Depot, uh, but also almost killed myself with the ladder and kind of rolled my ankle as well, getting off of one. So I and then I immediately thought that's my punishment and that's karma for shitting on gray balls last week. So I got to play through an ankle injury tomorrow. Uh, OK, right. yeah, but Christmas, it's fun, right? It's for the kids, something like that. Um. All right. I got one more random question for you. Have you watched The Irishman yet on Netflix? I have not. Uh, each time that I go on Netflix, I keep looking at the, what is it, like three hours to whatever the hell it is. Three and a half hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's a big turn up. Like, I, I love every actor that is, you know, headlined there. I love Martin Scorsese or is he Marty? Am I on a Marty basis? I don't know. It looks amazing. Like it seems like everything I would want in a movie. I cannot bring myself to press play because of the three hour plus. What about same. you? Oh, exact same thing. I mean, there's been a few nights. Yeah. This weekend even we're like, let's watch the Irishman. And I look at the time. I'm like, it's, it's 11 o'clock. Like there's no way I can, I can handle that. No, no way. And I, I actually saw something on Twitter today that people have given 
the time in the movie of when to stop and make it like four parts. So that was that was pretty okay. interesting. It's like that's helpful. Kind of break it up into four parts, and they're very specific scenes that you stop on, and it's good transition. So, uh, no, I haven't watched it either. By all accounts, it's great, but uh, I haven't have not gotten into it yet. No, but that's that's fair. Um, I, I yeah, I want to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I can't wait to watch it, but I can't bring myself to watch it. It's very confusing. So I'm glad that I'm glad if somebody says break it up here. Uh, also, the the whole like timing thing. Do you think that's how some of our listeners feel when they look at oh, an episode good. and they see that it's nearly yeah. two hours? They're like, yeah, I'm out. I am out of here. I think so. But you could break it up. I mean, I break True. up podcasts. All, I never listen to any of them like all the way through unless I'm like on a long car ride. So break this one up, baby. We got multiple segments. Yes. Um all right, so the reason I was asking about the Irishman is because I think we've had listeners or still have listeners in Ireland. Yes, correct. We have Irish listeners. You and I may be Irish folks ourselves. Oh, so, dingle. So Hams has asked me to uh, read an ad in Irish Gaelic. Is that right? That's I right. Should, I should know that. You've, you've been to Ireland, right? Oh, my God. Yes, yes, I have. My family comes from the West Coast, way up north. Uh, We're called the Black Irish, which means that we're criminals. No, it's it's, the Irish are definitely very white, let's be honest. Yeah, right. Uh, Yeah, we're from the South, my family. That makes sense. That makes sense. Does it? Does it, Bill? You piece of shit. All right. So I'm going to, so Hams has asked me to do an ad in uh, Irish Gaelic here. This could be real rough. Are you ready? Born ready. Hey, Ireland. Come on, Shaharis Argon Natura. A base agat. Is, it sounds German. Is Futhalium Dea Naturat? I don't even know what accent this is. Diabol Marcin Tia Dathaim HT Fios. I get cat atta again as neem bior hams mercin mata to re le merichitail or dereda ther tega go meriche agus ol bior hams. That was awful. I am sorry, hams. Uh what I tried to say there very poorly. I don't even know what accent that was. I'm just shitting all over my ancestors there. Uh, here we go. Hey, Ireland. Congrats on not having snakes. I hate goddamn snakes, so color me jealous. But you know what we have and you don't? Ham's beer. So if you're ready to finally live life, move to America and drink Ham's beer. Thanks, Ham's. God, that, was, that was that was terrible. No, it wasn't. That was amazing. I think our audience will agree with me that that is much better than the Irishman from Marty Scorsese. That was fucking awesome. You nailed it. I I mean, could you imagine if I tried that last week? Uh, being super, oh. dr- I actually may have made more sense. I, yeah, it's hard to say, but I'm just glad that. You know, that's another notch in Ham's belt. That is incredible. You nailed it, Dan. Don't feel bad about it. I know you're a little bit down with all of your apologies, but you yep. fucking killed it, buddy. 
Thanks, buddy. Uh, okay, let's wrap it up. Bears winning this week. I'll yep. be there with Rory Doinks. I'm Boom. probably going to be intoxicated. I make no apologies for that. I'm going to be up a lot of fun. Bears, money line, play it with gray balls. Do it. John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Do you think that Rory Doinks is going to make you watch a video involving a wolf and or a horse in when you guys are tailgating? I will probably initiate it because why not? Why not? You only live once. YOLO. It is a Thursday night battle in front of a national audience. The Bears are going to be above 500 for the first time in weeks. It's going to be awesome. And we've got a lot of momentum here in Chicago. (laughs) I just coughed. I just coughed. That is a good sign for a bear. For a victory, episode 19 of Zero Darks has been a hot success. Thank you for listening, Dan. Thank you, as always, for for your voice. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for blowing out my ear with that cough. I was not expecting that. Um, yeah, thanks, Bill. Love you. Love you. All Merry right. Christmas, almost. Zero Darks. Lick some hot dogs, Ron Jones. End to end. Zero Darks. This is Kyle, a.k.a. Lyle Legend. Keep it locked on Zero Doinks.